This is Purple Radio On Demand. Right, hello and welcome to this, the second episode of the Trillion Lions podcast. Yay. We're back. They let us back on. Why have they let us back on? I hope they've let us back on. If not, I'm just a lunatic talking to a microphone in my living room. I am joined, as last week, by Lucas Dinsdale to my left. Guten Tag. Alistair Simpson to my right. Bonjour. And Finderbell in my own seat. I don't know any other languages. <laughs> so, just as last week, general banter. Um, any general banter? Should we talk about the response to the Very first Very successful one? first episode. Well, Unbelievable. We, we don't know the numbers exactly, but we're going to assume at least... 4,000, maybe... Millions. Maybe millions. Yeah, <laughs> Between be. 4,000 and a million. Spotify exclusive deal. Exactly, yeah. Joe also, in shambles. want to give a massive shout-out to everyone who posted us on their story. So, we have a list here. That is Mr. Daniel Kostick. Legend. Mr. Jamie Palborn. Average. <laughs> Mr. Brindley Hart. God, huge. Mr. Harry Forster. Can't comment on him. Mr. Scott Nolan. I was just to comment to everyone. <laughs> Miss Ottilie Hayes, and finally, Cousin Travis. Stream slave on Spotify. <laughs> You'll know what that means. <laughs> Will he listen to the second one, though? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm expecting a, a sharp um, decrease in viewings, you know, after everyone, yeah, you'll listen to your podcast about lions, the first one, and we'll tell you it's... There, might be, no there might be lions in this one, though. You never know. You never know. What, why would that be, Finn? Well, Ali, I'd like you to explain the rules this week well, and the situation. Well, the situation this week is that we are discussing an animal battle royale. What does that mean, you ask? It is a Fortnite-based Hunger Games-style game where there is one of every single animal in the animal kingdom. Uh, For clarification, that is one of every animal, not a trillion of them. It's also every land animal. There are no sea animals, no air animals. And no silly answers there. Microorganism would be the best. Or human. Humans are silly answers. Humans. humans are silly. We don't believe in humans. We don't do silly here. <laughs> uh, the, the location for this battle royale, where all the animals are going to fight it out to the death until there is one standing, is uh, we're going to have it in a mile radius of Durham City. Durham is being taken over by, you know, animal warfare. And uh, all the animals will be massively incentivized to win it because uh, they'll get a pets at home voucher for the winning animal. How much is a pets at home voucher, Ali? Fifteen quid. Fifteen quid. Bargain. Any animals listening? <laughs> <laughs> she was an email at a so, Simpson. So, so last week, uh, myself and Luke engaged in a stimulating intellectual debate, and Ali Ali judged. However, the response online was. Uh, that the officiating was uh, somewhat corrupt. No one said. And uh, quite that was, that was you on bot quite accounts. Everybody, right. Everybody's convinced firmly by the Trillion Lions. Pretty suspect. So that's why this week I've sacked Ali. And now we're all going to argue. And you, the listener, will be the judge of the winner. So there'll be a poll on our official Twitter page. I'm sure we'll get verified <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah you'll, you'll at Trillion, at, at Trillion Lions pod... Um, yeah, vote for your favourite and uh, make sure it's mine. So, Finn, since you've complained so heavily about my officiating, would you like to go first and suggest which animal would win in the Animal Royal Ram- Ru- Royal Rumble Battle Royale? <laughs> I, think, staying in. I think I would. I think I would. And the answer, I think the correct answer is a gorilla. And I don't think it's even especially close. Gorillas, as we're all aware, featured on Deadly 60 as one of the 60 deadliest animals as decided oh, by true. the immortal Steve Brackshaw. 
So what what is a gorilla? I hear you ask. Well, it is absolutely <laughs> it is absolutely huge. One hundred and seventy kilograms. This thing weighs, and it's nearly six feet tall. And almost all of that weight is pure muscle. This thing is jacked. In fact, a website I found on Yahoo. Oh. So no, no, exactly. Yeah, tax-paying Yahoo found that it is ten times stronger than the average human. And also, they're really fast, like properly, properly quick. Apparently, again from Yahoo, they can reach speeds of up to twenty-five miles an hour. Now, in my in my in a previous life, I played rugby, and getting hit like it hurt. It hurts having someone run at you. But very, very few people I played against managed to get up to one hundred and seventy kilos. And God bless them, they couldn't run at twenty-five miles an hour. <laughs> so, what animal is going to withstand basically? a massive bowling ball of muscle charging them down. Furthermore, gorillas basically eat anything. Berries, nuts, leaves, nettles. The thing is, I'm sure I'm going to hear two animals that are going to be carnivorous. They're going to struggle for food in this Durham Durham uh, bubble. They're going to... There's a gorilla will be well fed the entire time so it will eat anything it finds, really. So it's going to be stronger and have more energy. Also, they have really big teeth. Like, really, really mm. big teeth. In fact, I'm going to show you two. Live sort of, reaction on which air. Which sort of yeah. defeats the point of a podcast, I admit. <laughs> but I'm going to show you a gorilla's front teeth. Ready? They are, they are some pearly whites, to be fair. Look at those! Oh, oh, boys. No! Wow, teeth Don't are so eat me. big. <laughs> They are huge. No, they are big. They are huge. Everyone huge. at home, Google Gorilla Teeth now. Google Get it trending. Teeth. Hashtag, yeah, gorilla, hashtag teeth. gorilla Teeth. They are massive. If anything, not only could they bite anything that attacks, I think actually they're scaring off anything that wants yeah. to attack. Yeah. Like who's, who looks at that? And the 170 pound ball, 170 kilo ball of muscle with teeth the size of at least half of my pinky finger. It's got a good sized pinky finger and as well. says and says. I, w- I want a piece of that. I don't reckon very many animals would. Yeah, Maybe the stupid sure. ones, but not the good ones. Also, climbing, right? Gorillas can climb trees. Not all animals can climb trees. So this manoeuvre is also defensive and offensive. It can climb up the tree to avoid any animals that are going to attack it. Not that the gorilla would fear any animal, probably just biding its time. Or if it's feeling a bit more attacking... It can wait in the tree, wait for the unsuspecting beast to trot on by, and jump down from this tree. And it weighs it weighs nearly two hundred kilos. It's just going to squash anything. It's just going to be complete a puddle on the floor. Finally, <laughs> and uh, and this point I think basically wins me the uh, wins me the debate before it even starts. The gorilla is an incredibly intelligent animal. In fact, again, Yahoo niced me this week. It says that the gorilla shares 98% of its DNA with humans. Now, Lucas. Yes. As the avid gamer you are, I, am you, I, I know for a fact that you have played Fortnite Battle I have Royale. Fortnite. I have played Fortnite Battle So you Battle are Royale. a human who has been in a Battle Royale situation. Well, yeah, virtually. <laughs> you know, as a human who's been in a Battle Royale situation, that the best way to win is with weapons. You couldn't do it without weapons. Exactly. I, so, I, the gorilla... The gorilla 
also knows this. <laughs> How does a gorilla know this? Because it shares 98% of his DNA with humans. Are you telling right, me? It knows, it knows 98% of this. <laughs> There's a few letters so in it. So it, it, will, it, will it will find weapon, potential weapons, sticks, swords, I don't know, and use them to its advantage to, to bonk any animal that uh, mm. that comes near it. Yeah. And they've got like opposable thumbs that we have. And very long arms. Yeah. And very long arms. Thank you, Ali. Join yeah. my team. Sorry. They are... Look, it could find tools. It could even build tools as far as I'm concerned. It could, you know, build a slingshot of sorts. A spear. <laughs> we get Primitive. to see this in the wild. Yeah, but... it's all theoretical talk. But... Yeah, well... I we get to see every animal in a battle royale situation. Well, competition breeds evolution. Exactly. That's my piece, I guess. And now you're going to hear about two, you know, oh, it's going to be a, a panther and, a, and whatever, and they're going to be wrong, objectively wrong. The answer's a gorilla. That's me done. Okay. Well, I'll go next, um, because I can easily destroy this man's gorilla-based arguments with just simple numbers. Yeah, you say, the gorillas are big, almost six foot. Mm-hmm. But every grizzly bear is two metres in length. That's a socially distant grizzly bear. Mm. Think between you and someone in the supermarket, there has to be a grizzly bear between you at all times. That's a lot. That's quite scary. I don't think I'd go shopping with that. That's the case. <laughs> <laughs> they also weigh 270 kilos. That's 100 kilos more than your puny little gorillas. I'm thinking one-on-one... My grizzly bear is jumping on this gorilla and just squashing it. You say it would squash falling out of a tree. I don't have to be in a tree. My, my, my bear can just squash face to face. And also, how fast did you say gorillas go? 25 miles an hour. Well, grizzly bears go 56 kilometers an hour, which if we convert that, I believe I believe 25 miles per hour is about 40 kilo kilometers an hour. So 56 is greater than a, a 40, and you don't need a finance degree to tell you that. Also, the bite force of a grizzly bear is 1,160 psi. What does that mean? <laughs> the pressure per <laughs> square inch. Wow. Yeah. What does that number mean in context, Lucas? Here's the context. A car door? Clean through a whale's skull. Oh, okay, that's quite big, actually. Yeah. Or a bowling ball. Can just munch it. Could you do that? I could. No, you couldn't, because humans have a a bite power of 126 psi. So about 10 times that much is what a bear can do. And the bear doesn't even need to be biting. You can just whack with those massive paws. They're thinking there's such kilos of power going with each poor slap. It's like Mike Tyson in his prime, but furry. <laughs> now, you've got to also bear in mind, pun intended... <laughs> you are funny. Um, the beer argument was brought up by, um, by Finn, of that people, would be, well, not people, but animals would be scared of gorillas, but have you heard the roar of a, a grizzly bear? Intimidating. I'll edit it in now. <laughs> Wow, what? That was, a really, that was that so was scary. scary. And now I'll edit in to compare the gorilla's noise. Well, I, that was I'm not even scary. That even... was even scarier. Ah! I, I, I didn't even didn't even flinch then when I heard that. <laughs> PBS, the trusted news source that it is, stated that one of the most intelligent land animals in North America is the grizzly bear. Now that's strong competition. You, you've got <laughs> you've got coyote, you've got lynxes. Ben Shapiro, 
PBS are saying that a grizzly bear is smarter than all three of these. Wow. If you want to see an example of the cunning behaviour and the dastardly nature of grizzly bears, look no further than Toy Story 3. The main antagonist was Lotso Hugging Bear, known as Lotso to friends. He was a dastardly fellow, and he showed his cunning behaviour and his attitude of being prepared to do anything to get a victory when he tricked Woody and the gang into taking the, the brunt of the, the young children's attack. Don't even talk to me about that. Perhaps in our battle royale, the grizzly bear will use some of these underhanded strategies, taking some meagre yet surprisingly useful animals under its wing, like an army of marsupials. Once they perform their duty, I don't know, maybe charge down a rhino, the bear will simply turn on them and take the victory. I also remind you of a Corporal Wojtek. Now you're thinking, why are you bringing enlisted men into this? That's not a bear. You're wrong. <laughs> During World War II, the Polish army literally had a bear who served as a corporal and fought during the Battle of Monte Cassino in 1944. There is yet to be any guerrillas serve on the front line or any of whatever <laughs> Alistair <Google>. says. <laughs> no, not Google. Not Google. <laughs> Yahoo or Ask Jeeves. Bing if we get a sponsorship. So, what, I mean, come on. So I have a few, I have a few points I want to make. Okay. Uh, number one, you are aware that the bear in Toy Story isn't a grizzly bear. I think the point still. I think you can still compare his traits to a grizzly bear. They're not too. Uh, Probably on You also are aware that Toy Story is not a documentary. Well, I'm not aware of that. <laughs> well, point. I think it's grounded in reality. Uh, I mean, come on, it's a real life storytelling of a this boy growing up and leaving his toys behind. It's emotional on so many levels. <laughs> right, and um, actually. So I actually had a slight suspicion that you uh, <laughs> choose a bear. So I uh, I actually yahooed um, gorilla versus bear in a fight, and some smaller, less good podcasts, which I'm not going to name because there's no free clout. Joe Rogan actually <laughs> actually managed to debate bear versus gorilla, mm-hmm. and interestingly, you'll be pleased to hear that they actually came down on the side of a bear, citing many of the statistics that, okay, you, yeah. that you named. But, and this is the big uh, flourish, Joe Rogan moved house to avoid paying tax oh. under your own rules. Oh, no. Lucas Dinsdale. Everything he says is now invalid. Yeah, well, clearly his testimony is false, but I'm still backing by my own testimony. My, my final point is, the bear is the national animal of Russia, a country known for its strength and victory in any battle it finds itself in. They have never taken an L in the entire history of the nation, and if you say anything to the contrary, you are a Western imperialist dog, and to you, sir, I say das Vidania. What does that mean? Goodbye in Russian. Oh, that's beautiful. So, the uh, under your own logic, the Russo-Japanese War of 1905 didn't happen. I'm not going to comment on what ongoing investigations. <laughs> it was 115 years ago. Not my position to say. You would have thought there had been an investigation when they lost. To you I say Das Vidania, sir. Das Vidania. Right, okay, now I've been Das, das Vidania'd. Ali, what is your contribution to the debate? Which animal do you think would win well, in an animal battle royale? Well, to both of you, yeah, cast your minds back to a week ago where we talked about trillion lines versus the sun and Finn here uh, made a lousy argument centering on the sun being both big and hot. It was uh, flawed, inherently. It was flawed, nothing to it. You wonder and, why I do this podcast, to be honest with you. And 
then this week you come to me and you both bring out animals and your argument is yeah. big and scary. Does nothing for me. There's mm. no texture, there's no substance. Do you know what there is texture and substance to? A rat. A rat, and that is why... No, not a rat. Rats are going to kill Allie. every animal. This is, we said this no is, silly this answers. serious intellectual debate, and this you're going to come here... reputations are on the line. Finn, you were talking about Deadly 60 ratings earlier. The rats mm. sp- spread the bubonic plague, which killed up to 50 million people, which is almost a third wow. of Britain. Like, I don't think anyone else has done that in Britain, too. Also, scary. You're mentioning scary. When was it a third of Britain? Well, 15 million people. Was well, it f- probably, probably in about, what, 30? Yeah, 20, 50 million people 50. worldwide. Oh, okay. Come on. Ugh. Oh, right, okay. Well, you mentioned scary, but talk about the scariest animal to have in your house. If you open your door and you say a gorilla, you're like, that's funny. Why is there a gorilla <laughs> in my house? Yeah, colony in Durham. Yeah. yeah. You you open to your prospective flat you're trying to rent, and there is a colony of rats living under the sofa. You're terrified you are yeah, not buying that if house. If there's a gorilla, I might consider it. I might pay Shoot. a premium. Also, you said bigness, which is one of your arguments. Yes, rats are not as big not as a gorilla or as a bear. But rats can be as big as a small dog. No, they can't. They can be. They no. oh. weigh up to five kilos. And, oh. I don't and as Finn's reaction tells you, there is nothing scarier than something that's just a bit bigger than it's meant to be. Look up pictures of giant rats if you think they're not scary. Also, talking about fear factor, in terms of winning fights, you say rats are the underdog. They're small. Anyone yeah. pick on them. Anyone. Think about the biggest animal going around, an elephant. Yeah. Well, they're notoriously scared of mice. Mice. Not rats, not rats, mice. Rats are just bigger, scarier mice. Of course, elephants are scared of rats. It just doesn't get the clout in storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally in Dumbo and science, probably. Rats can just climb up. They, what they go do? Kick it. Rats are quicker. Up their legs, boom, destroyed. But also, <laughs> I think there's a bit of a jump yeah, between climbing, climbing his leg and the elephant being destroyed. The elephant's just like, okay, I'll die. <laughs> You have no imagination. But not only... <laughs> you don't. You're not vocalising your imagination, Alistair. Not only am I saying that a rat would win, there's only one of each species, which was a key thing that we yeah. mentioned at the start. And I'm selecting as my victor, Remy from Ratatouille. <gasps> I know. How could I put him at risk? Well, the answer <laughs> is, I'm not putting him at risk, because he's going to win. It'd be a merciless killer that he is shown to be in that <laughs> So in this, in this podcast we're going to produce for probably years and years, every <laughs> Pixar film is now considered as, I don't know, like a documentary? Like yes. a real life well, thing? Yeah, I mean, how do you think they filmed it? I'd like to resign uh, <laughs> as uh, co-host of this podcast, and I wish you two the best. Well, we're talking about Remy here. And Remy, the first thing about him is he's a celebrity of the animal kingdom. He single-handedly revived Gusto's restaurant, my mm. favourite Parisian restaurant. I don't, think I don't know about yours. People, he won an Academy Award for best animated feature slash documentary. Animals simply wouldn't want to kill them. The services he's done to the animal industry, <laughs> you know, unmeasurable. Also, in terms of animals that wouldn't want to kill him. He can please animals with cooking food. In the film Ratatouille, he is 
uh, accurately depicted smelling food that has gone off to see if it's safe to eat or not. He'll be running Tesco long after the humans have left for this animal battle takeover. A businessman, couldn't he? And he'll be, you know, he'll be in charge of that society. He's also got all the food, the flavours. People will be coming round Remy's every day, and then he will kill them by slowly poisoning them. Yeah. Because that's what he does. Also, again, in defence of Remy not being killed, before I even talk about going on the offensive, is that the scene in Ratatouille where Linguini is told to kill him, but Remy gives him a cute look, showing that not only are rats scary, as all the animals you've chosen, but they're also cute, and you wouldn't want to kill them. And in that split second where you don't kill him, he will run up your leg and climb into your hair. And we all know what Remy does when he climbs up into your hair. What does he do when he climbs up in the hair? He takes control. (laughs) He will pull people's hair. No, he does. No, give over. over. He will find a chef's hat, climb up into it. He'll he'll go up the line and then he'll be tugging on his hair and he'll be stringing him around like a marionette doll. And he will be in charge. A lion won't know what it's doing. And he will essentially just ride other animals until the rest die. A mind-controlling rat. Not mind-controlling. Pulling hair. They don't want to do it. Again, uh, it's involuntary. There's a a documentary on it. It's called Ratatouille. Um, So, and (laughs) and you two have both picked animals that famously yeah, have hair. a lot of hair. I described as Mike Tyson, but hairy. Yeah. If I hadn't have done that, maybe I wouldn't no, have lost yeah, this argument. No, it's Mike Tyson being controlled it's just by Mike a Tyson, Mike... massively intelligent rat. God. So Mike Tyson's really short. He's shorter than my gorilla. Yeah, strong. He's 5'8". He's strong, though. He's not pulling on Tinder. He's 5'8". <laughs> He's strong, though. Height isn't anything. So to wrap up my completely persuasive argument... There is a beautiful metaphor from the Chinese mythology, which is also completely true, where the Zodiac... <laughs> please don't kill us, Chairman Z, please. <laughs> Our glorious leader. <laughs> where in the Zodiac, in the there was a race for the order of the 12 years. And do you know who that was won by? The Rat. Here it says, the exhausted rat used its cunning to navigate the water by persuading the kindly ox to let it sit on its head as it crossed. And rather than say thank you on the other side, the rat made a dash mm. for the finish line with the ox not far behind. If I, In that race, he literally beat a tiger and a dragon. Was was there a, was there a bear in that <laughs> was race? Was there a gorilla? I cannot comment, but there was a dragon. A rat, do you reckon a rat can run at 25 miles an hour? I think it can find an animal that does. A panther. Let's just say a panther. And so, therefore, I'm saying the rat overall has everything because it has the powers of every single animal by taking control of their body and then winning. See, I'm looking it up now, and there, there was no bear even in this race. And that just indicts me. If he wasn't even in the race, he didn't even qualify. Yeah. Yet I the d- rat did. What do I think? No, I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm not having this. No, I just. No, I'm sorry. Again, it's just this gang is ganging up on Finn. Like it's it's horrendous. No one's I, ganging up on you apart there from was, the fact that you. There was no. Silly yeah, there was no grizzly bear in the Chinese animal race. I've lost. There aren't any bears in China anyway. Well, again. Pandas look <laughs> if like wanted, bears. They pandas are bears. Are bears. <laughs> oh, there no. wasn't even a panda. <laughs> right. Well, if we if we finished. Um, also, can I add from my just research I've done there? You know what 2020 is? Year of the Rat. Oh, 
Oh, yeah, the worst year of our lives is the year of the rat. Yeah, but it came first. The summer of 2018, I bet you, was the year of the gorilla. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> but Finn's probably right there. Right, okay. Well, on that... On that, on that bombshell. Uh, bombshell. It's time to end. Um, again, uh, I've... We, we've disposed of the, the judging the and I think there's a clear winner mm. I think there is too yeah we've disposed of judges so you <laughs> the uh, the dear audience are going to be the judge uh, please follow us on twitter at Trillion Lions Pod please please, <laughs> please please follow us we need to feed our kids <laughs> and vote for who you think the winner is um, you have a choice between rat and wrong <laughs> That was good. <laughs> or if you if you want to reply below with uh, your own suggestions, I'm sure that we oh, can. Yeah. Also, we have a few guest suggestions we put on our Twitter account, didn't we? Got a few replies. Oh, of course we. Of course we have. Yeah. Oh, of course we have. Um, let's few... not. Let, let, let one audience participation we've had. Let's <laughs> let's not ignore it. I remember Mr. Brinley Hart saying penguin. Um, which was that's stupid. the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Penguin. It's not going to adapt to the climate. It has no offensive capabilities. All it can do is slide on ice and then say newt newt. Unless penguin from Madagascar. Penguin from Madagascar. And he, he what was it? Rico would cough up weapons. Yeah. And had a complete mastery over them. And smile and wave. Oh, and smile oh. and wave. Penguins are back in it. This is the worst thing I've ever heard. This we is the worst had, 20 minutes um, of my life. We also had a suggestion of uh, Dodo Bird, which is quite frankly stupid. <laughs> that. They're extinct, may as well just say a T-Rex. Um, yeah, thanks, Dan. Another great contribution you've given. Uh, Jamie Powborn said, Anteater. Well, there's only one ant. Yeah. He's run out of food. Yeah. He could, he could kill that ant really well, though. Yeah. To, so Again, honorary mention. He's, yeah. One up in the food chain. And Harry... He's not coming last. <laughs> Harry Forster says chameleon. I understand for the camouflage, but there's no way a chameleon's going to be able to kill a big no animal. It attack yeah. sensibilities. Mm. It's just got stealth on its side. Yeah. I mean, it could last, you know, well into the final rounds, but... Yeah, but... Someone would find it. An elephant would just step on it one day. Yeah, accidentally. And gone. And like and you say, the rat doesn't have offensive, but at least the rat has, you know, sort of pseudo mind control. Yeah. Which the chameleon has a chameleon. Rango from the film Rango. No, that's silly. That's just silly. That's in the. That's stupid. That's... Why would you suggest something like that? Right. Okay. So that <laughs> that concludes the uh, the second episode of the Trillion Lions podcast. We hope you're out to hear this. We haven't waited the past twenty five minutes. Uh, thank you. Thank you very very much for listening. Again, uh, go to our Twitter at Trillion Lions Pod and cast your vote for who who you think the winner is of this this particular debate. Right. I know who this house think is the winner, <laughs> unfortunately. And yeah, this has been Trillion Lions Pod. My name's been Finderbell. I've been joined by Lucas Dinsale. Goodbye. <laughs> Ali Simpson. Goodbye. And you, you've been listening to the Trillion Lions Podcast. Take care. Purple Radio Podcasts. Thanks for downloading this Purple Radio Podcast. For more great content and to listen live, head to purpleradio.co.uk. Purple Radio.